The story of Trump campaign collusion with Russia in order to sway the 2016 presidential election just got a lot messier. Following multiple reports by the New York Times claiming that Donald Trump Jr., Paul Manafort, and Jared Kushner took a meeting with a Russian lawyer with ties to Putin in order to gain damaging information about Democratic nominee Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted out an email exchange confirming these reports and also confirming the fact that before the meeting took place, Donald Trump Jr. knew that the damaging information was coming from the Russian government and was part of a set of information meant to help his father, Donald Trump, win the presidency. Why is this revelation so much bigger than potential Jeff Sessions' ties to Russia or Mike Flynn's ties to Russia? Well, it's because we're specifically talking about the Trump campaign and we're specifically talking at the highest echelon of the Trump administration's you know, family personnel. This is Trump's son, Trump Jr. Also, it's important to note that because Trump Jr. knew that the information was coming from the Russian government before he took the meeting, that means that you can begin to build a case for intent to collude. Intent to do harm is one of the most difficult things to prove in a criminal court of law. We saw this to be the case last year when former FBI Director James Comey announced that no reasonable prosecutor would press charges on Hillary Clinton for the email scandal because it is very difficult to prove that any actions were made with malicious intent. Following this story is going to be exhausting. Hey everyone, it's Ian here with Politics Explained on Anchor. Wow, the news just keeps coming in. Uh, now analysis of the email that Trump Jr. Uh, I guess leaked. I don't know if you call it a leak. That's really funny. Uh, on Twitter, apparently he CC'd Jared Kushner and Paul Manafort on his emails with uh, Rob Goldstone. That's not good for those two individuals. Just putting that out there. Uh, for more on things that aren't good for individuals, and you know what, sometimes things that are really good for individuals, we like to talk about good things too, uh, you're listening to Politics Explained, and I'll be back right after this. Oh, keep your pants on, everyone. So while everyone is digesting Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet uh, that actually has the email thread between himself, uh, yeah, so we, we got into that before. So here's some context for this story. I think that's important. So it all happened about two weeks after Trump uh, took the Republican nomination at the GOP convention. Trump Jr., Jared Kushner, and at the time, Trump campaign chair Paul Manafort agreed to meet with a Russian lawyer who has ties to Vladimir Putin and also other influential Russian nationals. This meeting was set up under the pretense that the lawyer had opposition research against then-Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump, of course, confirmed all this via Twitter and in an official statement before uh, his latest string of tweets that actually had the transcript of the emails that were setting that meeting up. So the meeting was set up between uh, Trump Jr. and it was initially uh, contacted through his friend Gob, or Rob, Gob, ooh, Rob Goldstone, who's a publicist and former British tabloid reporter. Uh, he helped broker the meeting. 
Now, after initial reports of this meeting took place, the White House gave vague arguments as to why the meeting was not a story in any way and that it should not be given any kind of great importance by the mainstream media. Trump Jr.'s lawyer said that the whole issue is much ado about nothing, and Principal Deputy White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders dismissed the issue of collusion almost entirely. One fun fact and kind of a weird logical fallacy type argument is we know that defenders of Trump Jr. have claimed that this isn't collusion because the meeting didn't yield any actual useful information about Hillary Clinton. So because they didn't get what they wanted from the meeting, it didn't count as any kind of interaction that was meaningful or morally ambiguous or legally disastrous. The only thing I see inappropriate about the meeting was the people that leaked the information on the meeting after it was voluntarily disclosed. No information was received that was meaningful or helpful and no action was taken. There was no follow-up whatsoever. By his own admission, he sought the meeting, he agreed to the meeting because she was promising damaging information about Hillary Clinton. Isn't that at minimum an attempt at collusion? No. And your colleague, Cecilia Vega, even said yesterday, as others responsible people have said, including members of the Obama administration under oath, there's no evidence of collusion. We're constantly uh, talking about collusion that doesn't right exist. Because Kelly- this is obviously very high-level and sensitive information, but is part of Russia and its government's support for Mr. Trump. If it's what you say, Donald Trump Jr. replied, I love it. This is not very good for Donald Trump and, you know, President Trump and, you know, the defense that the collusion story between the Trump administration and Russia's meddling in the 2016 presidential election amounts to a big nothing burger. In this case, it might be a faux imitation nothing burger, and the burger might actually be big, red, juicy meat. According to the Legal Information Institute of Cornell Law School, soliciting or accepting campaign contributions from a foreign national or foreign government is illegal under federal law. Also, as noted, the email thread was CC'd between Goldstone, Trump Jr., and also Jared Kushner and Paul Manafort. That means that it's impossible to say, well, I'm not a political operative, I don't know a whole lot about politics, and this is, you know, I didn't know that anything was legally wrong. It's like you had multiple high-level individuals with knowledge of this meeting who actually went to the meeting. That's really hard to cover up. The White House has so far been silent about this entire story, and I think that's a pretty good indication that they know it's not very good for them. Like a lot of you, I really wanted to know what some high-ranking individuals on Capitol Hill are saying in response to Donald Trump Jr.'s tweet, uh, you know, 
basically admitting to a sort of collusion, a meeting between himself and a Russian lawyer uh, who offered information from the Russian government to hurt Hillary Clinton. So let's look at what some key members of Congress said. So according to NPR, there's a few quotes of interest. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, a Republican from South Carolina, said that, the email is disturbing. Anytime you're in a campaign and you get an offer from a foreign government to help your campaign, the answer is no. Republican Senator John McCain from Arizona suggested that he was not surprised that Donald Trump Jr. had this to reveal. I've said many times in the past, there's another shoe that will drop and there will be an other shoes that drop. I I'm sorry, it's John McCain. I can't really make the things that he says sound intelligible, but you get the idea, right? He's saying this thing. Uh, Senator Tim Kaine, a Democrat from Virginia, says that he sees the story inching towards a treason investigation. He then goes on to say what I've been kind of thinking this whole time, which is when Trump Jr. was approached with this idea, he should have turned it over to law enforcement immediately. That's what anybody should have done. If I was in his shoes and someone came up to me and said, hey, this is information from a foreign government and it's here to help your dad, and then you got out of the meeting without them even giving you the information, the first thing you do is tell everyone, hey, this is a thing that happened. It got really fucking shady. Like, I, I don't know, man. I think you could say, like, I'm helping the country and that, like, overblows this fact that, you know, I'm also, like, accepted the meeting in the first place. Like, just tell law enforcement. This bugs me not just in politics, but also in, like, zombie movies and, like, movies where, like, somebody is, like, clearly the killer. Like, nobody ever goes to the police. It's, like, go to the authority figures. It, there's usually not a conspiracy going on. This isn't like, well, I can't spoil the movies, but a certain Edgar Wright movie. Uh, oh, by the way, I guess Baby Driver is out. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, but I hear it's pretty good. However, it's not going to be nearly as good as all of the hundreds of thousands of <laughs> movies that are made about the last two years in politics. And uh, I guess with that, we'll get to more politics in just a second. Hey everyone, it's Ian Shapiro here with Politics Explained on Anchor, also on iTunes. Also, in a lot of places at this point, you can find me on Twitter at Ion Shapiro if you want to follow me and see me talk to other political scientists and yada yada yada. Anyway, I've got a really great call-in from Mike Long, and he has a unique novel and I would say hilarious idea about what should happen if all of this collusion information and evidence ever actually culminates in an actual courtroom scene. Take it away. Hey, it's Mike Long calling in from France. Just wanting to float something. I think it would be so cool if Judge Judy got to be the special prosecutor for this whole Russia collusion thing because with all the crazy stories and, and switching, changing stories that the, that the Trumps give, she would you know, not have the politically correct response. She'd be like, you're a liar. Do you think I'm a dummy? What do you think I, you know, don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining. Anyway, I think that would just be a real hoot, and I think we really need to push for that. Judge Judy, special prosecutor. The last that we're probably going to hear about Donald Trump Jr.'s, uh, you know, tweet storm. I guess he didn't really make a tweet storm, but he created a storm around his tweet. Uh, is a response from 
at real Donald Trump. So the president himself has come out saying, my son is a high quality person and I applaud his transparency. Now, while this may be a nice sentiment, transparency is probably not the best way to characterize what happened. The New York Times was planning on running the story, but they were in contact with Donald Trump Jr.'s team, who repeatedly asked the New York Times for more time in order that they could write up comment and response to the New York Times article that was going to release. They then used that time to produce the emails that the New York Times was going to leak anyway. They obviously did this in order to get the first framing on the release of the emails. However, that doesn't change the fact that the emails have damning content in them. I don't know about all of you, but for me, who is a political scientist, a politico, a politics junkie, this has been a crazy morning. I, I, I can't get over what kind of revelations these are. And these are not small revelations, right? This isn't a he said, she said moment. This is a he said, and then he also said and provided email evidence, basically explicitly saying what he said in the first place. At this point, it's not really an argument about whether there was, you know, attempts to collude with Russia in order to influence the 2016 presidential election. At this point, we're now going to be asking questions about, you know, how long this was going on, how frequently meetings and interactions like this may have occurred, and just how much information, if any, was truly exchanged during, you know, discussions over these matters. For more on all of this, man, we're just going to be talking about all of this for weeks and maybe even years to come. And I'm super excited to see more people's takes uh, out on different podcasts and different thought pieces. Uh, I'll stay tuned to all that. I'll synthesize it, aggregate it, and get it to you, the listeners of Politics Explained. How lucky are you? We'll be back tomorrow for more Politics Explained. I'm Ian Shapiro. Trash can dog, get me.